Uh, Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com is standing by. Get his thoughts on this story. Scheduled to talk about the Michigan State game, which we'll get to in a moment, but uh, it's overshadowed now by this Pete Thamel story. What are you hearing from your insiders, Chris? Yeah, basically what I told you last week is let's hear the evidence and see what's out there and uh, not rush to judgment either way. And uh, it's a bad look, flat out, you know, and I think it comes down to what what they were telling us was, hey, and what Dan Wetzel wrote was, is there a gray area? Can you have other people scouting for you if they aren't if they aren't uh, staffers? But if you have a staffer who is buying tickets for guys to, to record games, and it sounds like they have evidence of that, then uh, how is that much different and any different? And Michigan might be able to say or try to say it's a gray area, but, you know, if it were Ohio State doing it or Michigan State doing it, we would all laugh at that and say, no, well, you know what, that's certainly against at least the spirit of the rule, and it's not something that you should be doing, and frankly, it's not something Michigan needed to be doing with the, the advantage of, uh, of of the outstanding team that they've had and the, and the talent, so um, Ohio State said they knew about it last year, so they changed up their signs, so they can't point to that and say, well, look, Michigan, you know, beat us because of that, and same with Michigan State this year. They knew it. Um, so that's what's maddening about it. You can hammer these teams and beat these teams without having to do that. Um, I think the biggest question now is, number one, did he act alone? Is there proof that ever, anybody else in that building knew about it? And I think everybody's going to assume that there is, even if there isn't. Uh, I know I would. And number two, um, what does that mean in terms of if, if Connor Stallion says, okay, I'm that guy and I did it all by myself and Jim didn't know about it. The NCAA is still going to probably come back and say, because of their bylaws, you know what, as a head coach, you are responsible to know everything that's going on in your program. Um, so uh, that's just basically what it comes down to. At the very least, it's a, it's a very bad look. But uh, there's no question that, uh, that he did something that he probably shouldn't have been doing. And and we're going to see how bad it comes back to bite Michigan. I don't know about this year, and and you know there's, the burden of proof is still there, right? You've got to have the evidence and see if they have film and stuff like that. If you've got a guy with a video, of, if you've got a videotape of a guy videotaping somebody, you know um, you can assume that okay, this guy is doing dirty work. If you have 20 videos of that, then uh, then you know what? You've got evidence of something going on here. So um, we're going to wait and see again. Like I said last week, we're going to see what else comes out from this, but this is certainly a bad look for Michigan football. Yeah, and I'm with you 100% on the bad look. The question yep. is, really, Chris, is that, you know, I, I would think, so take me through, if you know anything behind the scenes there at Michigan, in terms of this story, you know a lot that mm-hmm. if they confiscated his uh, laptop, and I'm talking not confiscated, gave it to the NCAA. Yep. Don't you think Michigan would look at that first before they give anything up to know what they were given the NCAA? I would imagine he'd probably try to scrub it or whatever. And his phone, he gave up his phone as well, from what I understand. So, you know, all you have to do is find a text on there saying this to somebody in the building saying, "Hey, I got this film, and this is what happened," and on and so forth and uh you know to maybe a coach or something and this is obviously a hypothetical and then there's no more plausible plausible deniability right there right so if they found something like that tying it to anybody from jim harbaugh down then those people would be just as culpable so that is what um i think that's the big issue here is what's the next step here and um, at the very least you know connor stallions is done at michigan we know that and uh and he is going to be fired uh, for cause. I would imagine that's going to come anytime as soon as they get, as Michigan gets its hands on this evidence. But 
Um, frankly, I don't care how stupid he was. I care that he was doing it, you know, and uh, that's just not something that you should be doing. You know, if you can say, okay, if you were to get, for example, film from a student, say somebody, some Michigan fan was in the stands and sent you uh, something that said, hey, look, I got videotape of this game and I got some sideline stuff and, you know, I want you guys to have this or something like that, and which probably happens all over the place, right? Uh, all You know, and I'm sure that, other teams are probably have guys in the stands, whatever. But if that were the case, then you could say, okay, well, I didn't even know this guy, and I didn't tell him to do it. He just did it. And then maybe you could say, maybe you could get away with that. But if you've got somebody buying tickets and you're sending your buddies and stuff like that, then you know what? To me, that's no different than you being there yourself. That's just my opinion on it. Yeah, a little bit more on this story from ESPN that Connor Stallions uh, bought tickets like we said, 30 games over the last three years at 11 different Big Ten schools. Sources at 11 different league schools told ESPN. So he mm-hmm. bought them with a credit card, I assume, right? Or PayPal yep. or and whatever. He tickets for the, yep, and he had tickets for the Penn State-Ohio State game this weekend, and the tickets went unused, apparently, they said. So, yeah, so there's a paper trail, certainly, um, linking him to those purchases of having people at games. So... Uh, and that's not, you know what, that's just not good. Yeah, you just you shouldn't be doing that. I, I don't care, even if there's no technically no law or rule against it, uh, that's not something you should be doing. But I can't imagine that the NCAA or anybody else would distinguish between that and saying, look, you know what, um, and I don't think, I can't think of anybody who would say that, okay, this is uh, something that's fine and you know what, no big deal because it wasn't you. It was somebody that you basically paid for and paid to do it and, and of course, now the questions are coming. You know, how did they pay for travel for these guys? And you know, how did the guy making fifty-five thousand dollars come up with tickets, uh, money for tickets for all these games and things like that? So they're going to be investigating that as well as they probably should. Uh, it goes on to say the scope of the University of Michigan's alleged sign stealing operation includes both video evidence of electronics prohibited by the NCAA to steal signs and a significant paper trail. Sources told ESPN, Stallions forwarded the tickets he bought to at least three different people in different areas of the country, sources say, which hints at the breadth of the operation. The NCAA is expected to receive video evidence this week of illegal technology used in scouting tied to tickets purchased by Stallions. According to sources, an opposing Big Ten school looked up in-stadium surveillance video from a game earlier this year, and sources said, the person in the seat of the ticket purchased by Stallions held his smartphone up and appeared to film the home team sideline the entire game. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, and that's something that you shouldn't be doing. And I don't care if it's, uh, you know what, if it's, you know, like I said, it, it, as Dan Wetzel wrote last week, it's all about, okay, if somebody's doing this and, you know, it's not, somebody on your staff because the law or the, the rule basically says because you are um, because you're not a staffer you know or, or only staffers can't do it or whatever uh, it doesn't matter to me and I don't think they'll distinguish between that if somebody bought uh, a ticket for somebody and paid for them to be there so when people were talking last week about well how could counter stallions be at all these games you know we'd heard okay if he had some people doing it for him you know then what's the uh, then what happens then you know and uh, that's exactly what Dan Wetzel wrote and that's what we we heard maybe he's got some buddies so um, in terms of a vast network I don't know, three or four guys might not be a vast network, but it's certainly enough to get to, what, 30 games? 
you know, maybe three of your buddies or four of your buddies to 30 games. So, um, and regardless, it puts a stain on it and it's a bad look for Michigan football and they didn't need to do it. And that's the unfortunate part about this is that, you know what, if you're on the, if you're on the sidelines and you've got a guy there that can decipher signals, uh, that's great. That's within the rules, right? If you're getting them in advance from the all 22 film or from TV film or something like that, or from a fan that sends it to you, that's a completely different thing. But if it's some guy, uh, on your staff that's going out there and, and directing people to do it, to me, that is not okay. And uh, you know what? I can't imagine that anybody else out there would feel the same way with their school either. And so hopefully it's, uh, A, hopefully you know it's not true, but B, um, if it is true, uh, certainly Connor Stallions is gone, and hopefully it did not uh, go back to anybody else on staff at, at the University of Michigan, and, and we'll might have to wait and see on that and see how it affects this season and, and next and, and everything else. So if there's proof that it went back to Harbaugh or any of the other coaches, you're Michigan, what do you do? Do you take yourself out of postseason this year? Uh, I think you probably, well, maybe you suspend them, uh, you know, and, and see what happens. It depends. You know, we have to see the, what the proof is and the evidence and everything right. else, and it's starting to leak. Because, number one, right, uh, okay, they've got a, a view of somebody filming uh, the sidelines, right, whatever. did That that film must have gotten back to Michigan somehow, right? So what are they doing with it? Who's doing what with it, you know, is the big question, if that's the case, if that evidence really exists. And, again, uh, you know, that's probably coming from a source at a Big Ten school saying, okay, our, our, surveillance, our surveillance camera has it. So I'm, again, like I was last week when everybody was saying, oh, this is a witch hunt and everything else, I'm going to say this week as well, let's wait and see what the evidence is. Um, but right now it doesn't look very good. All right, so let's just, uh, uh, and Chris Ballas and the Wolverine.com joining us on the HUGE show across Michigan talking about ESPN's report uh, about tickets being bought by Connor Stallions, about both sides of the field at the Penn State-Ohio State game. Uh, and the tickets weren't used. Um, and none involved. None of the tickets purchased involved Michigan as an opponent, uh, per the sources. Uh, the games involved either one or both of the teams that the Wolverines were playing later that year, according to sources. Uh, Michigan on Monday, which is today, reiterated that is unable to comment further due to the investigation. I mentioned that sources indicated that Stallions forwarded tickets to at least 300 individuals with the ticket transfer showing up through ticket data tracking, which you can do through like Ticketmaster and secondary sources. Those tickets were used to get in the game by individuals other than Stallions, including the one in the video the NCAA is expected to receive. So now the question is, and by the way, the ticket purchases fall into a seat location pattern somewhere around the 45-yard line and raised up enough for a clear view of the opposite sideline. One source told ESPN Stallions bought tickets to five different games at that school over the past three years. Another said it was four games over the past two years. A third source says it was nine games over the last three years. Some of the purchases were single tickets. Others were for multiple people, and sometimes seats were bought on both sides of the stadium near midfield. One source said Stallions bought some tickets across from the home sideline in order to scout the home team, which Michigan played that year. But the source added that there's also been tickets purchased on the other side of the stadium facing the sideline of the opponent, including one purchase across from the visiting sideline in the weeks before Michigan played Ohio State. Wow. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah. this is pretty, so, pretty detailed. Uh, yeah, without a doubt. There's so no is Harbaugh, in my mind. So I just want to ask you this: If this evidence, this story's moving fast, obviously in the last couple of hours, hour and a half, uh, if it comes out that there's something connected, because can Connor Stallions take the bullet on his own and Harbaugh and Michigan football not get any repercussions? No, I think I don't think that's I don't think there's any way of that because I think it is in the end. He's a staffer, bylaws, right? Yeah, right. Because well, and because um, they could say that hey, as the head coach, you are responsible for knowing what is going on in your program. Now, what will the what will the ramifications be? Will they be you know yeah okay? Connor Stallions obviously is gone, right? He's, we know for a fact, you know. But if it's him, and if there's anybody else that knew about it, say they took that film and they used it, and there's evidence that they. Used Used it for scouting or for knowing, you know, signals. You know, I think that the way a defense would present it would be, okay, Connor Stallions did this, and then on the sideline, on the uh, sidelines on Saturday, he was trying to impress his coach, and he said, okay, this is, uh, you know, this is what they're running or something like that, and I've decoded their signals and so on and so forth. And I think that's probably, uh, you know, if if you. Your other guys didn't have any knowledge of it. Yeah, that's probably the defense that you would use. But is that realistic? I don't know. Um, and then, you know, you say, okay, this is this one guy who did this and nobody else knew about it. We fired him. What else do you want us to do type of thing? Do you want us to vacate wins? Uh, other than that, if it were linked to Jim Harbaugh or any other staffers, uh, Jim Harbaugh, you know, could probably get suspended, maybe a show cause. Uh, same with any of the other staffers. So, and again, the, the maddening part about it is that it didn't need to, they didn't even need to do it it did not need to happen and um but here we are so and it it really puts a cloud over what's been a special season really the best michigan team probably since 1997 and uh, it wouldn't surprise me at all to see them go out and wreck penn state wreck ohio state you know and of course um you know now nobody can say starting you know before the michigan state game you know hey they had our signals and that's the way they were kicking our butt but it doesn't matter because there's that stigma now and there's that knowledge that hey they did have signals potentially before these games, and um, and that's probably played a big part in their victories. So we'll see what happens going forward. But um, you know what? Certainly not a good day in terms of for being a Michigan fan. I mean, there's no there's no way about it. Two ways about it. Hmm. Yeah, you're right. The the stigma of this it took the Astros. I think up until this year, seriously. So how long ago was that? Uh, where I don't think people look at them that way anymore. Uh, before they were able to shake it. But for Michigan and Harbaugh and the national brand and also opponents in the Big Ten and integrity, credibility, Chris, uh, this is devastating. Uh, Yeah, it could be. It it could be. Again. If if there's more, if this is only Connor Stallions and he was doing it because he wanted to be the man, right? A former, right. you know, captain in the military, right? Navy, I think. Yep. Is that, um, and he said, he, you know, on his LinkedIn, he specialized in opponents' vulnerabilities. And he wanted to look like a genius to hardball and did this on his own. Because I agree with you. If you're buying 45-yard line tickets on both sides for Penn State, Ohio State, that's yeah. that's some pretty big money, right? Yeah. 
Yep, no doubt. Yep, and uh, and and I'm not. Who's to say that the guy doesn't have you know other sources of, of uh, income or whatever? But if there's a paper trail back to Michigan, for example, then uh, you know he might say, well, I you know this was petty cash and I was using it for this or I was using it for that. But uh, regardless, you know what? We need to see the evidence that comes out. Uh, as of now, the allegations look worse, and this is kind of what was told to us last week. Was like, hey, you know, well, what does it mean if you have a guy if you have a guy has friends at games that's doing this for? you, you know, and, and there's nothing in the rule book that says that you can't, which is something that Dan Wetzel wrote, but when you're doing it to this, to this extent and, uh, you know, I, and I don't care, you know, Michigan fans will say, well, everybody does this and this and that and this and that, and, and they're probably absolutely right that people are getting filmed. If you've got a stadium of 100,000 people uh, at Tennessee, for example, and you got some Alabama people there. You know, people are going to be doing that, and uh, it just is—it's part of the game. It's up to you to change your signs. At the same time, no, that's no excuse, man. You—you you cannot be doing it, especially uh, and arranging it through a staffer uh, to do that. So, if that is the case, and Michigan and its coaches knew about it, there will be extreme ramifications. If it's just Connor Stallions, and this is proven to be true, and I want to make that clear, just like I did last week. Uh, you know, we want to see the evidence that comes out and, and what's alleged, then. Absolutely, uh, he should get whatever's coming to him, and, and that should be a firing, I would imagine, uh, which would happen very soon. Yeah, Connor, even if Connor Stallions says, it, and all the evidence just points to him, he was still a staffer, an analyst for Michigan football. He right, was for still a year, he, and yep, and he was a volunteer guy for I think uh, well before that. So, so he's a uh, volunteer. Well, you can do the math here a little bit again, yep. and all of it's uh, just speculation as we don't know the evidence officially yet. Pete Thamel from ESPN has those multiple sources, but hey, you're you're showing Harbaugh this is working. Harbaugh thinks you're oh this guy is a former military code breaker, and you're doing all this, and you put together a network where. You know, Harbaugh's giving you bonuses for games they win or something, but he doesn't but Harbaugh doesn't know you have the network. That that is the only way in my mind, Chris, as I read that story uh mm-hmm. with you on air. Yep. Uh I, that's the only way Harbaugh survives. If there's anything beyond beyond the Connor Stallions, that this was just him trying to be the man, uh I, I think the only answer will be the removal of Harbaugh. I really do. I, I think yeah, that, and that will be your only way back to credibility. It will. Yeah, I would think so. And, uh, you know, and anybody with knowledge of it in the building, that could be a lot of people on staff, right? If Jim Harbaugh knew, then everybody. Yeah, but Harbaugh can't stay else. there. If Connor, let's say, again, we're hypothetically speaking, if yep. if it's Connor, we know, or not know, but with Connor Stallions right now, and the big key will be with, with this latest story, if he's officially fired by Michigan after being suspended mm-hmm. with pay, that yep. that will just tell you that this is case closed, um, right? And that will be their lawyers and word manual and, and the evidence that if any of the coaches are connected to this and it was used in games where Harbaugh was the head coach and they won, yep. I'm sorry, it's a it's a you're it's it's a clean house to get credibility again. It is. I think I think you're probably right, and uh, and that's just we'll so we'll see what happens. But I do think that Connor Stallions is lawyered up or, or will lawyer up. So uh, we'll see what becomes of that. So and um, you know go from there. So but is this something that can drag out? And uh, I would imagine I would imagine that hey, if Michigan has, I will say this: if Michigan has evidence of this, um, and or, or the NCAA presents evidence, credible evidence that this is linked back to other coaches in the building, I don't think there's 
any question that they wouldn't hesitate to suspend the coaches in the building. That's the way that Michigan operates and, you know, the administration and, and the athletic department and everything else. Uh, they wouldn't say, okay, they wouldn't be, this wouldn't be a Kansas type situation where we're saying, well, we're going to extend Bill Self now and, you know what, screw the NCAA and, and you can't do anything to us anyway, knowing that they aren't going to. You know, you've got an organization that uh, doesn't like Jim Harbaugh anyway. I think that there's no question that there would be serious ramifications here uh, in this situation, as there probably should be, if, again, if all of this stuff is proven and um, and we're going to wait it out and see. One thing I would tell you, Bill, is not to listen to the rival journalists, quote-unquote journalists and stuff like that, and their opinions on this, especially if you read some of the things that they've written in the past few weeks on this. Uh, stick to the national guys and the guys close to the program because other, you know there are a lot of guys out there with agendas. What I said when this uh, story first broke here within the last hour or so, that the latest on the lead sign stealing, that I said I'll, I'll believe it when I see the evidence. And, and to uh-huh. me, this is, this is the one pause I have, Chris, because uh, uh-huh. everyone's, oh, you're wrong. You're, you'll never – what I just say? I just said Harbaugh, if he's connected to it, he has to go. I just said that. But the one thing I'll say, that when they did suspended with pay – that if they had that phone or university credit cards or whatever, I don't know the the reimbursement system for Michigan athletics. That uh-huh. they, if they saw these things and they were connected to anybody else, I think they would have been proactive. I know you had the Michigan State game, but you would have been proactive the th- first thing Sunday morning or today on other coaches that are. Uh, suspended, even as high as Harbaugh, that you would say we've come across this. You, you, they move uh-huh. quick on stallions, and I, yep. be- I believe their attorneys would have to, or or Ward Manual, or whatever was the property of that school, that they yep. would go through that and make sure as they stand here taking the arrows that this is what they have on Connor Stallions. Right. This is right. what he has yeah. on his his mobile phone log, on his uh, computer, on his. I don't know if they all get you know American Express or Visa or Michigan Mastercards, whatever it is. That right. they would know, they would be able to see something and compare it and match it up with other coaches, right? Yeah. Yep. Without a doubt. Yep. So, and I think that'll be part of it. So, um, you know, and again, you know, you've got a, a basically the leak had to have come from probably I would say somebody in Columbus or something that has video or one of these other Big Ten schools that has video surveillance of the like, people in that those seats, you know, recording. And everybody's like, oh, how can you get that? Well, you know what? There's a Zoom cam on mgoblue.com where you can find yourself in the stands, you know, from a, from a previous game. So it's called technology. So certainly. Um, you know what, you could zoom in and say, okay, this is the guy in these seats, and, you know, he's using his video camera the entire game type of thing. So, um, yeah, but is that is that evidence enough to say, okay, well, they've got film, and, uh, I mean, you can connect the dots, right? Um, would it hold up in a court of law or something? I don't know, but you aren't, you aren't trying to prove a case in a court of law here. The NCAA is the one that has to determine, okay, is this plausible? Okay, this guy bought these seats, this guy was recording the entire game, and if you've got, uh, especially if you've got several games of that, several instances of that, where people can go back and check the film to see, you know, let's be honest, they're probably all finding the same thing. And then, you know what, then it looks like, um, okay, this is a certainly a coordinated effort, and and we have the evidence of it. So, uh, 
Um, but again, if it's you know, we have to see what comes out. And uh, today was a was a bad day in terms of allegations for that. And uh, there's certainly no doubt about it. It's a bad look for Michigan football if it's true. Chris Ballas of the Wolverines.com, the Michigan Insider, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. I assume with this latest movement, and because they move fast on Stallions after the story broke, that we'll get some movement somewhere with Michigan, I would think, in the in the near future here on where they go. But like I just tweeted out earlier, the latest in the story on a lead sign stealing takes us down a road that could be catastrophic to Michigan football and the future of Harbaugh if he's involved. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's right. And uh, and again, this video uh, is supposed to get to the NCAA this week is what they're saying. They're supposed to be turning it in type of thing. So it doesn't mean that they said that the NCAA doesn't even have it yet. You know, the NCAA hasn't even issued a notice of allegations for Burgergate yet. So uh, this is not something that generally moves quickly. Uh, I think the most likely scenario here is that they play out the season and, um, you know, the NCAA gathers its evidence. And then if Michigan were to win it all, for example, they would probably have to vacate the championship type of deal. Um, I don't think you're going to see a postseason ban at this point just because uh, things generally don't work that fast, right, especially with the NCAA. So, um, but we'll see. You know what? This is uh, this is unique territory, and um, and if it is proven, again, uh, that more than one coach knew in the building or any coaches in the building knew about it, I would imagine that they would be dealt with as well. You can follow this story at TheWolverine.com. Chris Ballas checking in on that Rose Tumor Coffee guest line. Chris, appreciate the update and your opinions on the situation. You bet. Thanks, Bill.